0: Welcome to Caffeinated Living. We are a podcast all about Jesus ministry and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle. I'm Dustin.
1: And I'm Rob. Why are you guys and... laughing? Because that was like <laughs> some serious that energy awesome. right there. Awesome. I told
0: you, I'm bringing the energy. Oh, I'm it's bringing so good the energy to that, Kyle.
1: Yes, he, he's making up for last week because yes. that poor pitiful introduction that we had last week. what it was so it wasn't bad it was
0: great but seriously the pod- it wasn't bad
1: but it wasn't Kyle that's true
0: well, I appreciate Kyle. that but the podcast was great there like uh I, there was times I texted you guys this there was times I was just like hey man that's good stuff you guys taught me a lot on on tolerance that I was just like okay you opened my mind to just thinking about it in a different way so awesome episode your draft I don't know who's the winner. Um, I I told you guys this before. It's probably Dustin just because he took one of Rob's. So if I'm just basing <laughs> off of that, that was great strategy. So I give Dustin the win on that one. But he didn't you. know it. Yeah. But you you said you knew my three of my top restaurants. What what do you think they are? Am I that predictable?
1: I think I could have figured them out. I probably can't right now. Cause yeah. My little brain dead at the moment. But I'll get back to you.
0: Okay. I'll get back right. to you. All right. Well, I got a question for you guys. Uh, this is probably one of the biggest ministry funnies. Well, maybe it's not funny. It was just it was just like, a, oh, man, did I really just do that? Has this ever happened to you? So Friday, I'm leaving the office, okay, telling my secretary goodbye, and I tell her, I love you. <laughs> Have y'all ever done that in, like, a work environment or anything? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was like uh, – <laughs> I love you as a sister in Christ. Like I had to walk back in. I didn't mean to say that, but I do love you and I appreciate you, but I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I just felt like a complete idiot.
1: Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. (laughs) Have (laughs) y'all ever is it just
2: me? Well I haven't done that like leaving the office. I actually got I was texting our secretary (laughs) and also texting and also texting my wife at the same time. Okay. So I thought I said I (laughs) left (laughs) <laughs> I love you to my cool. wife, but it went to our secretary <laughs> with little hearts. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. I've been there. Yeah, it's, um, there's no way to recover. Well,
0: she she did come back. She said, I love you. And, um, I, I just kind of see you as my son. I said, okay, this got way too serious, but <laughs> it was an accident, but I still appreciate you. And I do love you, but I felt so embarrassed at the time. Oh yeah. man.
2: So apparently, I, Rob has never done.
0: I was about to say, say I, he's never had a mess up like that. Then apparently,
1: nothing like that. No.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well that's you're great.
2: fortunate then. Yeah.
1: One, if I have to reach out to our secretary, I don't. I don't. We don't. I don't text her. Have to send an email. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to say I love you in an email. Well, I mean, I guess you can. But <laughs>
0: it's pretty formal. Yeah. yeah.
3: I
1: mean, I yeah. That, that, that's different.
3: Yeah.
0: Maybe we should just start using email and we'll just eliminate that problem. Maybe we should make I love you more prevalent. (laughs) Not make it as awkward. But it should be because, yeah, there's different types of love. There you go. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah, I don't don't even know how to get started on that one. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Maybe we should all take a water break. (laughs) Come back. (laughs) But I appreciated
0: y'all's episode last week. It was good stuff, man. It was... uh, There was times where it was just like, I don't know where you guys are going to go with this. And then I was just like, they nailed it. They nailed it. Check the box. It was just right on what needs to be heard right now. So excellent job with last week's episode. It was
1: good. Thank you. Well, I think what made it difficult last week, one, honestly, having a a third person, that third voice, you you miss that, especially a conversation like that one. You know, you're talking about, being tolerant or mm-hmm. intolerant, racism, but it just helps carry the conversation. Yeah. But then that's all, nothing that made it difficult was talking about two big subjects like that in yeah. one setting.
3: That was a fully loaded gun.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which today's conversation's not has fully loaded, but it can still be, you know, the idea of sacrifice. Yeah. That we we live in a, I deserve it. It's all about me, mm. culture, slash society. Mm. So this idea of sacrifice, not talking so much about Christ's sacrifice, but our sacrifice to follow Christ. Mm. I don't know. I, what do y'all think? Is, is that really one of those? Are y'all surprised that that's kind of on that list of one of the 12 most avoided topics in youth ministry? Well, I think it's
0: like what Dustin said. I mean, you can hit on this, but the culture we live in, I think that's what makes it difficult. I mean, if you want to run with that, Dustin. No, I mean, was... I, yeah, I think you're, I mean, yeah,
3: I think because being in the culture that we are, kind of that me centered attitude, if it's doesn't help me, doesn't benefit me, right. then I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, and then we've talked about it several times, you know, us as youth pastors, sometimes trying to be relevant. Mm -hmm. Well, sacrifice is not really one of those subjects that if you want to reach the masses, you talk about. So yeah, I think it is a difficult subject to talk about.
0: What are relevant churches teaching on? I'm not saying preaching, they're teaching on how to receive blessings. It's all about you, what you get out of it and less of what God has given you and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, we called it Burger King Christianity. Have it your way, Christianity. And yeah. that that's not what we yeah. see in Scripture at all.
1: Yeah, it's not biblical at all. Well, and I mean, you even... Th- this is a small stretch. But you even see this... I see this more now than I did as I was growing up playing sports. the The Participation Award. Oh, yeah. Where we don't want to hurt players' feelings so we give everybody an award at the end of the season because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to dismiss them. I know that's a small thing, but from an athletics standpoint, you know, I, I could say the idea of sacrifice, you're, you're putting work into your for your season... You want to be recognized yeah. as the best. So if everybody's winning an award, then why do why do any more work than what you'd have to? But how do we misconstrue that when it comes to the, the idea of our Christian walk?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and the idea that do we think about things that we are sacrificing as Christ followers, what we should be giving up or what we need to give up in order to take up our cross and follow him.
0: Yeah. I think let's first try to define what sacrifice is. Not, I know you used Webster last week, but what's sacrifice? If you guys had to put it in your own words, what is it? Sorry, I just put you on the spot.
1: No, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... It's
3: giving up something, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, giving up something that you... Won't for the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's kind of what I... When I think of what we're talking about, sacrifice-wise, that's what I think about.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah I, I, th- I think the idea of sacrifice is you're giving yourself up for something or someone.
3: Yeah. I mean, because, like you said, give you know, <laughs> taking up your cross daily, I mean, that's an instrument of death, literally. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. So, the gospel... Requires us to, it, it costs us something. Hmm. Um, I like that. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I, when I think of sacrifice, that's kind of stuff that comes to my
0: mind. Quite literally, a sacrifice is something that's dead. And without Jesus, we are dead. And that's what we're called to be, is a living sacrifice for him. But that cost is great. That cost yep. is our lives because that cost was great for him. It was everything from, from him, for him by him it was all done in him and
3: so this this just made me think of a question okay this i get this might be backtracking a little bit i don't know but i think it needs to be answered cuz it came to my mind you just mentioned burger king christianity mm-hmm. have it your way how did the church or how did we in general as christians or just society in general get to this point of it's all about me I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what the gospel says. I don't care what the Bible says. It's all about me. How do we
0: get to this point? Um, I think, of course, this seems like an answer that we always use. Social media, right? Where we've become the biggest promoters of ourselves. Where we just promote everything that we do. What we've done. What it's on our story constantly. Mm -hmm. It's all about what we're having. But in the church... I think we don't want to perceive to people, or at least a lot of churches do today, they don't want to perceive to to people that God has taken away things from you, mm. that God is, is wow. not That's taking good. away things from you. We don't want to show people that side. And I think so many times non-Christians have that viewpoint. God is just a fun sucker. God mm. is just someone who is stripping this from my life. I can no longer do this. I can no longer have this, but we see that ultimately Christ has come to give us more freedom, freedom from the things that are holding us back, things that we are slaves to, addicted to, and Christ has come to give us freedom from that. So that is in John 10, 10 I've come to give you life abundantly yeah. and not steal, not to be a thief, not to destroy you, but to give you freedom. So that's personally what I think is we've kind of defined God for a lot of people. They define God as someone who's trying to pull from you and take away from you. And we want it to be us that center stage, not him.
1: Hmm. I like that. The other thought I would go to that. Completely random. Okay. Youth ministry. We are worse critics, so to speak in a sense, after World War II. He's going back. That's probably when youth ministry as we know it began to evolve into the church. Hmm. Your, your tr- church is trying to be relevant to find ways to reach, hmm. reach students, reach kids. I'm not saying I agree. If you're listening to this podcast, if you know me, you know my heart is 100% full of youth ministry. That 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 is a calling that I, I know God has called me to. But the flip side of that, there has been some bad in it. Where we can come to youth group just to make ourselves feel better. And not really have life change that goes along with that.
0: Hmm.
1: So... I guess to Dustin's question, has it really been, it kind of goes back to the church Hmm. that we kind of lost sight of what are we teaching? How are we, are we more concerned with numbers and reaching people than we are teaching and making disciples? Hmm. And and I'm not saying that's true for all churches. Mm -hmm. But just from looking past,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm.
1: How, how many times have you have you heard, have you guys heard this? Throw a pizza party. Youth will come. Just do pizza. Throw pizza. Don't play games and give them a two minute devotional. I mean, what's that saying? You, you, you're not teaching them any. You're not giving them any truth, so to speak. You're um, an entertainer at that point. An entertainer. Yeah. If you're doing a, and again, God is powerful. God's spirit can work and move way better than I can ever think about. I, you know, so if I meant devotion can do more impact on a student's life than what I may never, I, I would ever know. Right. But if you're not seeing life change in that student, if, if he's not seeing the sin in his life, recognizing it, has it separating him from God and he's just going on doing whatever he likes, you know, I, I don't know, that's an interesting question Just what are your thoughts? Well, you pretty much just <laughs>
3: answered what oh, I was going to say. No, you're fine, I mean, both of you kind of, <laughs> that was kind of what I had in my head. I just wanted to see if we were, had something different or we we're all on the same page. But yeah, I agree. I think um, we've got to the point in the church where we have, of said some of this last week, you know, we've become, quote unquote, the country club, let's, yeah. instead of bring our Bibles just bring our golf clubs, um, so to say, um we focus less on you know what's important and like you said, we focus on well, we had two hundred attendants this week and we baptized five people and don't get me wrong, I think numbers are good because numbers define people and people that that means people you can share the gospel with, but at the end of the day, if that's your end game, then I think we're missing the point um and I think that's all of that stuff has played into this whole me-centered culture where it's like, well, you know, I don't like what, you know, the pastor said. Uh, it's really not, you know, we, we've we tailored to all that. We've allowed all that to kind of take place, and now we're kind of reaping the consequences of that, I would say. and It's showing, it's kind of rearing its ugly head even more now. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting question to kind of,
1: no. What we... no, that's good because how do you go about teaching sacrifice to our students? What what does that look like? I mean,
0: I think I think the main thing we've got to point back to, and what we can get into this is. Is is in Romans when it talks when Paul's talking about and I think Dustin's do you
2: have that scripture there?
3: I do. Give me a second. Romans 12, 1 through two. Yeah. You want me to yeah. read it for you? Yeah, will you read sure. it?
2: Sure, I'd be glad to. This is from the ESV if you need to know. <laughs> Sorry if you don't like that translation, but that's what I got. <laughs> it says this I appeal to you therefore, brothers,
3: by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Hmm.
0: So what do we see in that? Be transformed? Yep. So I think that's one, one of the ways that we show our students what is being transformed look like as a living sacrifice. If if a sacrifice is something dead and we're to be a living sacrifice, what does that look like in the transformation of our mind and the renewal of our mind? Mm. What else is in there? Do not be... I feel like I'm quizzing you guys. I'm not meaning to do that, but don't be conformed, right? Yep. To the world. Don't be conformed to the world. I think one of the hardest things for our students is that very thing is being conformed to the world is being in the world, but not being of the world. Mm. And like we preach that all the time. We teach that all the time is we should be a part of it, but not in it, not of it, not anything like it. And if we're to be a sacrifice, we're to be dead to who we once were and to be living for Jesus currently in this world, but don't be yeah. conformed to it. So yeah. I think that's hard for them to, to kind of picture and to to see um, application for that. Um, and, and it is. It's a hard thing to explain. It's a hard thing to try to mm. wrap your, hand, your head around. But that's what we're called to do. We're called to sacrifice who we once were for the glory of Jesus. Yeah.
3: And I think that too. The trying to get your student, and this is kind of Romans twelve two is kind of the theme in which um, we base our youth ministry around at at Mount Rahema. Counterculture is kind of what we call it, Um, and it's so hard for students to understand, you know, that whole whole idea of being in the world but not of it, because they're like, well, if I'm, how how do you differentiate between Mm -hmm. the two? And it's like. Well, if I'm not in the world, then well, I'm not going to be popular in school. Hmm. I'm not going to be able to play this sport and get along with my team, or I'm not going to be able to get this scholarship and get in this school that I want. And so, there's a lot there that, as you said, it's just hard for them to really register that because they're like, well, if I'm not in the world, then I'm not going to get this, this, and this. Yeah,
0: it's almost like we don't be surprised when the world doesn't live like you. Yeah. And we have to kind of set them up for that. Don't be surprised if they don't look like you or not look like you, but talk like you and act like you and do the things that you're doing. We shouldn't be surprised by that because the world is going to have opposition in the way that we are called to live. It's just how it works. It goes back to tolerance and what you guys talked about last week, that there is going to be opposition. There is going to be a difference. There should be a clearly defined difference in what it looks like to be a Christian and how will you live it? I had a student who told me this last night. He said, let's just be real, guys. If we all act like Christians, the world is just a better place. And I kind of challenged him on that. And I said, Andrew, dude, I said, I, I get where you're coming from with that. But I know a lot of good people who are great actors. Like we oh. can act mm. like a Christian mm. and act like we've got it all figured out. But if we're not truly living it, it's a completely different thing. So, hmm goes back to sacrifice.
1: Yeah. yeah. Y'all tell me if I'm off on this for a minute. Okay. Because you're, you're reading Romans 12 two. Mhm. There's two words in there that made two more verses pop up into my head. Okay. I, I, I Again, t- 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 tell me if I'm off on this or okay. what you think. Because it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. So do not be conformed to this world. I, I take that back to the idea of sacrifice. Jesus says in Luke 9, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow mm. me. Right. Now, on one level, what does that look like? You know, it, the running joke, well, you can't walk around with a cross, like walking around, you know, downtown. Mm-hmm. What What does that look like? So...
0: I once knew a guy who really did that, though, and it was powerful. Like, he lived in Lynchburg, and he had a cross and he literally had a wheel on it and he carried it to and from school every single day. It was powerful. Hmm. But yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: Well, and, but that goes to what you're saying about what your students said last night. Mm-hmm. If everybody would, you know, if Christians would just act as Christians, the world would be a better place. Yeah. But if we all truly denied ourself, hmm. and took up our cross and followed after Jesus, sometimes I think we're good at, Reading the Bible, okay, yeah, mm. but we're harder at want to actually apply it. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, me too. I no, mean, that no, that, I that that's difficult to yeah. take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow after Jesus. That that's that's extremely hard. Yeah, but again, in twelve, then he, then goes on. He says, "Do not be conformed to this world, mm. but be transformed." You know, thus we talked about this. Last week, Colossians 3,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, set your mind on things above, not on the things of this world. And so I think if we're we're listening to Christ and saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to take up my cross daily and follow you. Because the way I'm going to do that, I'm going to set my mind on things above. I'm going to set my mind on on the things of God. Mm -hmm. Galatians 6, fruits of the spirit. I'm going to set my mind on those things. I'm not going to say it's going to make it easy for you to sacrifice those things that that, that you love. But I think it'll give us a good balance of saying, what am I putting first in my life? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm really willing to sacrifice something, I think that's going to show where my heart and my devotion is. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to share the gospel with somebody, even though you may lose a friend over it? Are Are you willing to sacrifice for that obedience more than the pay the price for the recognition? Hmm. Oh no! I mean, am, am I off on that? Sin, kind of going back to that, just in that verse with you when y'all were reading that. I, I think you're. You're spot on.
3: I mean, literally, if you're going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then it means putting aside self and literally taking up the mantle that Christ has set before us. Yeah.
0: And you hit on a word there, obedience. Oh. <laughs> and I, I think so many times we think, well, Christ is just calling or God is just calling us to sacrifice for the sake of sacrifice. But no, Mm-mm. we're called to sacrifice for the sake of oh. obedience. Wow. So there's a there's a difference, right? There's a difference in being obedient to Jesus than just giving up things in our life or who we once were, or things like time and and effort and all those things. It, it's completely different in the mindset when you do it obediently. You're doing it even when he doesn't ask you to do it. You're doing it because you just want to do it. You're mm. called to do it and I think obedience and sacrifice have to go hand in hand. If not, you could pull the question, why are you really doing it? Because hmm. of what you get out of it or because you're just doing it to be obedient to who God is and what he's called hmm. you to do? Wow. And That's...
3: obedience, hmm.
1: that is definitely a word that is not kosher to say in, in our culture nowadays. Right. Right. We don't want to be obedient to anybody.
0: Nope. You husbands know? or wives obey. What is the scripture? I'm completely brain farting right now. Aren't you? <laughs> I mean, gosh. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's one of the big topics of today is a wife shouldn't submit. A wife shouldn't well, have to obey. Ephesians 5,
1: wives submit to your husbands. Yeah. as to the Lord.
0: To me, I see that submission as obedience, and that's a big thing in our culture today.
1: Yeah, But definitely. we don't like
0: that word. Uh, we like it for our pets but we don't like it for ourselves <laughs> no
1: well yeah, and i mean help. we we even see this idea of obedience not not just in a in a christian platform but i see this just through a school like there's no obedience to to authority anymore Mm-mm. like your teachers it's like you wipe out obedience, and then we're just going to go and live however we want to. If you're just living however you want to, then what are you sacrificing? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I I make a horrible god. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I think that goes back to the obedience thing. We we want to sit on our own throne. Mm. Um, we don't want nobody else to sit there. Mm. We think we're God, we can make those decisions, but really and truly we're horrible at it. yeah um, Just look where our culture is currently and yeah that's evidence that yeah, we don't need to be sitting on that throne. Um, that, that solely belongs to the king, king of Kings and the Lord of Lords and we really need to relinquish that throne and turn it back over to him. And when we do that, I think we can we'll be able to see what true sacrifice and true obedience really looks like. it's not just our definition and how we define it.
0: Yeah, and I think ultimately we're in the game in the world of counting costs where we count Mm -hmm. what's it going to cost me? What what am I going to get back out of it? But sacrifice ultimately costs something. Mm -hmm. So if we were to walk through what it costs Jesus to bring salvation to Mm -hmm. the world, like it took him stepping down from heaven, that's a cost, right? Mm -hmm. Heaven is so much better than this place, especially in the state it's in now. It took him to be betrayed by one of his followers, betrayed by Jesus. That was a great cost. He took a physical beating and was beaten to the point mm-hmm. of not even recognizing who he was. He was forsaken by his father. Like, we we glimpse over that so quickly. Mm-hmm. But think about that cost. And he was denied by every one of those men that followed after him. Mm-hmm. And... That's the final cost of what it took Jesus. So what does it say about us? Uh, what, is it, what is the cost for us? It's everything. Mm. And we don't like that. Mm-hmm. We don't like that word, all, everything. I do love that hymn, all to Jesus, mm. I surrender. I surrender all. And we don't like that as much. We can sing it on Sunday mornings, but came down to it. There's going to be things that we want to hold on to, that we want to kind of piecemeal back into a certain life that we want to have. And Jesus said, I want it all. Hmm. Is that because he wants to rob you of everything you've got, the fun stuff in your life? No, it's because he wants to add to it and make it better, make it what it was supposed to be.
1: Yep. Hmm. Yeah, one of the scariest moments in your life is when you're when you know you're deliberately walking outside of the will of God.
3: Mm.
1: But one when of the greatest know, yeah. blessings is when you know you're at the center of God's will. Wow. Yeah. And what what would we teach our students about sacrifice? You know, like what would that look like in my life first before I could try to go to teach that to my students? There's there's a lot that I try to say that I've given up that I've tried to sacrifice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but ultimately I know I have it Deep down, I I know, I know that that pride that I have, y'all y'all know me well enough. Y'all y'all know I'm, I'm a very prideful person in certain things. It's still there, mm-hmm. you know. It it still wells up inside and comes out. Those are things I struggle with trying to take up my cross daily. Mm-hmm. trying to sacrifice those things that would what's what's the word that would be uh appeasing to the flesh more than to the spirit right
2: hmm.
1: or maybe bring more joy to the flesh than it would the spirit and appeasing maybe that's not the best word I'm thinking of
0: I was tracking with you <laughs> we're there. <laughs>
1: All right. At least two people were tracking yeah. with me. Hopefully <laughs> okay. the rest of you, you were you were kind of tracking with me on that one. No, I mean, th- this is good. I mean, it's definitely not as deep of a conversation as some, as some of those topics.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's as hard of a conversation to have as it is to apply.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. And thinking about it just now, right now before all of this before we laid out all these topics I really thought oh this one's going to be easy like we're just going to hash this out and nail it out but now that I'm thinking about it this is one of the hardest things to literally teach because one you have to do it two how do you apply it how do you live yeah. it mm-hmm. and to me that's what makes this conversation so hard it's not man this is a hot button issue we know we're what it is, but how do you apply that? What does it look like? How do you put it to test? I mean, you go through the ending of that, of what we were reading in Romans twelve two. We do all of these things that by testing, you may discern, Rob you hit on this, what is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect? Mm. And that's the will of God. And that's why we do these things. That's why we want to be transformed and co- not conform to the world. Um, and to give ourselves as a living sacrifice, so we know what is the will of God. We know what is good. We know what is truly is acceptable and perfect.
1: Yeah, I like that. Hmm. So, sum it all up. What are we willing to sacrifice, so that we emulate Christ to our students?
0: Hmm.
1: Obviously, we don't have to answer that. That's rhetorical. We don't. We don't have to answer that. But if you're listening, what what are you willing to sacrifice, so that you're you're growing in the person and grace of Jesus Christ?
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Are are you sacrificing that thirty minute TV show to to go back to our our week one, how to read the Bible? Right. Mm-hmm. Are, are you are you sacrificing that thirty minutes of. Maybe it brings you happiness. Maybe it brings you joy. I don't know. But Are you willing to sacrifice that to spend 15 minutes of Bible reading and 10 minutes in, in prayer?
2: Hmm.
1: L- little things. You don't have to go change the world in one day. But is my obedience being more than my calling? if that makes sense in my head it makes sense anyway y'all are looking at me like i'm like so
0: yeah there was a phrase that i use yesterday when i preach is learn to bloom where you're planted Hmm. so here's what i mean by that i had a student back at my last church who felt like god was calling him to student ministry and he wanted to be a youth pastor he said i want to be a youth pastor just like you kyle and i said that's awesome man uh um, so he started asking me, "Can I? Can I teach? Can I preach? Can I help lead?" And um, and eventually, I just was like, "I got something else for you," because he was super enthusiastic, like through the roof excited to be able to get going and doing something, student ministry wise. And uh, you know, I asked him, I said, "How about? Can you serve in our preschool uh, nursery on Sunday mornings?" Because, one, we didn't have anybody. We needed volunteers. We needed somebody to do it. Two, I wanted to see his maturity level, and I wanted that to match his enthusiasm. His answer was no. His answer was like, I can't I can't do that. It was almost like preschoolers and nursery kids were beneath him at that moment. And you just said your obedience and your calling um, – being more obedient than than your calling he felt like god was calling him to ministry but wasn't willing to be obedient to the point of living out that calling in every area of his life and whatever it took and i think for us a lot of times that translates sure god i'll 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 serve you here i'll do this here i'll give pieces of it here but when you ask me to switch that up no thank you Hmm. and guess what a kid didn't make it. He's not in ministry right now. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I think the heart discerns our true calling. The heart discerns true obedience. Mm. We got to be willing. Wow,
1: that's good. That's good. I'm going to end on that, unless you have anything that you want no, to. you, you want to <laughs> close us up on that. I'm, I mean, because yeah, that, no, that's good. I, yeah. So yeah. it's it's interesting, you, and you said this. Mm-hmm thinking about this topic we're like oh yeah but in reality it's a little bit harder to apply
0: yeah it is
1: it's a lot harder to apply than if i were to do a a, a series on this with my own youth Mm -hmm. I, i would have to think through
0: it right it's not a simple one to yeah lay it out there i mean Again, this goes back to what we talked about a long time ago. Sometimes things seem redundant because they're not relevant, but being a living sacrifice, how do you apply that? Reading the Word, disciplining yourself to communicate and speak with God regularly. Those are all things we should be pointing back to, but we don't see them as relevant all the time, but they are. And we've got to learn that discipline. We've got to learn that application in those simple things. And yet, they're still hard for so many of us and so mm. many of our students. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. So we should never be mad at our students if they're not there spiritually, where they don't get it. We see that, but yet we we have to kind of remove the plank and look at our own lives. And think, oh, wait a minute, we're, we're not there either. We're yeah. just we're just an yeah. instrument that God's using to yeah. help disciple them. And I was about to say yeah. help mold <laughs> them, but that's a bad yeah. word. Yeah. I don't want to mold somebody. That's God's yeah. doing.
3: I always have to remind myself. It's like you know, I'm basically one beggar telling another beggar how to find food.
0: It's good. I mean, that's literally. If I was listening to, this, uh, I would have yelled, "Amen." That's good. <laughs> I
3: mean, that's literally what I mean. What we do. were doing. I mean, because we can't put ourselves on that pedestal. Because ultimately, you know, sometimes what our not all the time, but what our students do and emulate is. They see it in us, and that's what they.
0: Yep. And they let's do. be real; like we we can teach all this and say all this, but whoever is going to be speaking to them at camp or the winter treat, they'll they'll get it then. Like we can't get through two <laughs> exactly. of them, but <laughs> yeah. some some person comes in one night and just shares yeah. exactly what we've been saying. Oh yeah, yeah. That drives yeah. me nuts sometimes. But yeah. Well, the good news I, is you planted that seed,
2: though. So I know. Right. Yeah. I, and, and, and I get that. I hard. completely understand yeah. that. But yeah, also... Summer like, camp. Yep. I got it. You're like,
1: yep. what? What die? Uh, yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> okay. So th- this this is the flip side to that now. <laughs> this is what I've come to think Just about because... A can of worms. No. Yes, that's frustrating. Yeah. You're pouring in, you're pouring in, you're pouring in, all of a sudden here comes this one person swoops in, takes all the glory, <laughs> but then at the same time, it's like, wait a minute. They're, they're not so much getting all the glory... It's just at that moment, the spirit chose to reveal their hearts, Mm -hmm. to open their ears and open their hearts to receive that. And if they're if they're getting it, if they're clicking, if they're tracking with it, why should I be jealous of that? You know, I struggle with that. Trust me. Yep. Oh, okay. We're going to be honest for a minute. I'll I'll be honest. I've been my, honest
0: this whole time.
1: My, my, my. <laughs> I'm just messing. Wow.
0: I had somebody email me that the other day. Kyle, you keep saying that when you preach. Let me be honest. And he's like, "Are you not being honest the whole time?" And ever since he's told me that,
1: it makes me think. I kind of quit saying that. So when you said that, sorry. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> and, and and this isn't nothing that I I wouldn't share with y'all like outside of doing a podcast. There's a lot of times like my students. Absolutely love to hear both of y'all speak like they get excited for that because one, they know y'all that, mm-hmm. that, that helps, but they know your heart. They know what you're passionate about, and they know that you have their best interest at heart mm. and that you're trying to communicate. Jesus loves you. Right. And we want to see you go and make a difference mm. with your life through the gospel. And they see that when y'all.
0: Just and, one beggar to another. I like that, Dustin. And
1: and they love to hear y'all. Like sometimes I think they get more excited to hear yeah. y'all sometimes than they do me. And that's okay. <laughs> y'all have a way of communicating that's different than I do. And I'm okay with that. I love it. You know? Unless you're like Colin. You just you know. The time when you uh you're talking like they still talk about this at the winter retreat.
0: When I lost my cool.
1: No, no, no! At the winter retreat, when you're talking about where you're trying to impress the girl, and you you like took off running, you thought you were going to jump the oh,
0: oh the fire hydrant, yeah, <laughs> shattered my wrist. Yeah, um, one arm is still shorter than the other. <laughs> broke broke a growth plate that day. I don't know where that came Over from, but yeah.
1: Wow. I'm just saying, like they, they re- still they remember lis- that. They listen. Wow. They listen. Wow. You know.
3: It's things like that that connects them back him yeah
1: so it's it,
0: like what 2012 20 no i was out of college <laughs> 2014 2014 though right oh god seven years ago
3: i can't least, no
1: because we we've only, we'd was only done like the, five was
3: this actually the winter retreat yeah yeah it was it was at because i just started at mount
0: rame in 2015 so 2015 yeah, it has to be yeah man we got to so, plan another winter retreat
1: so anyway we, we we're not talking about winter retreats no but
0: we're, we're he here. gets all the glory at the end of the day. If we're going to wrap all this up, he gets all the glory. That's right.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And then I think Kyle has an interesting draft. He is asking Dustin all these random numbers. So this, this is going to be curious. I hope it's not like a math debate here. Or something. I'm just going to have to, or math draft. I am to have to check out on this one. I hate I'll math. Sign out too, you don't have to worry so about that. D- all right. Well, we'll be back. This is going to be interesting. All right, welcome back. We have a interesting draft, is what I'm going to say, because I have no idea what this draft is going <laughs> to be. So, with that, I'm going to turn this over to Kyle because, the, yeah, here we
0: go. Well, it's bracket. We're going back oh, bracket. to the bracket. That's right.
1: That's right. Bracket. get it right,
0: Rob. So, i think This will be our most heavily debated bracket that we've had so far. So, I was going to do something food related, but I've switched it up, and I came up with this just a few minutes before I left the house to come here. Okay. So we are going to be breaking down, and Dustin decided the order. He didn't know that, but he decided okay. the order on the best fantasy slash sci-fi movie series or movie. Um, what do you call it? Um, franchises. Okay. Sci-fi slash fantasy movie franchises. So let me let me tell you what they are, and I'm not going to tell you the matchup just to get you thinking. These are, in my opinion, the best. Okay. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's all Marvel movies. Jurassic Park franchise, X-Men, Back to the Future, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and the Hunger Games series.
1: Eh, now, technically you got an issue there, but we'll, we'll, let, it, we'll, we'll let it slide by. <laughs> all right, what,
0: what's your issue? Which one? Because X-Men is Marvel. Well, now it is. Now it is. It's always been Marvel. It's not but in the u- it's not in the cinematic universe. Yeah, okay. It's its own thing. Okay. So, the first matchup and again, the way that some of these lined up, it was completely random. I hate that some of them are going head to head, especially one that's got my two favorite. All right. But the first matchup is Back to the Future versus the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel. Okay. No discussion. Yeah. I like Back to the Future. Back to the I Future. Love it. I love it,
1: but it's it, it doesn't even yeah. hold a candle to Marvel. So
2: They did a really bad job at <laughs> picking these. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Mm.
0: Before you go, Back to the Future Two is my all time favorite movie. So this is why this is hard for me, because I would agree franchise wise you can't argue Marvel, but Back to the Future Two. Is the best, in my opinion. So, I'm choosing Back to the Future. <sighs> Lord. So, I'm putting it on your shoulders. On well, point. nice. But you're going to go with a
1: three-movie franchise. Right.
0: Which are great.
1: Compared to a 11-year multiple oh, movies. It's um, David
0: versus Goliath. I, mean, I realize that. But, I yeah.
1: I mean, I like them both. I'm still going with Marvel, though.
3: Should Marvel come to an end at some point?
2: Though? <laughs> I'm just asking. Like, <laughs> I mean, how many movies could you continue to make? Well, you are the expert. Yeah. Oh, no, you
1: you can you can I'm, keep going.
2: I'm just wondering, could you really keep going? Yeah.
0: Okay. What's your favorite Marvel movie?
1: Captain America.
0: Which one? Just first one. Winter Soldier. Second oh. one. That's good. Hmm. Mine's Iron Man. Iron Man. The original.
3: I do have a favorite because
0: I... if you watched them in order, that's the one you should watch first, right?
1: no what Captain America the first Avenger
0: is the first one you should watch yeah alright we've given you enough time Dustin <laughs> pick a winner
2: see this is hard because I like both of them
0: what's your favorite Marvel movie
3: my favorite Marvel movie
1: hmm. what's your favorite Marvel YouTube clip <laughs> <laughs> well
3: considering all of these I've only seen one Avenger um, I don't know this is hard I like all. I like most. I like ones I've seen, but
0: why'd you have to leave this on me? Because <laughs> you were thinking the longest. <laughs> I was. I was. I'm still thinking because I don't know. All right, you got five
2: um, seconds. Five. Five
0: seconds. Four. Oh.
2: First, first thing I, comes a, to serious. your mind. Okay, I'm.
0: I'm a classic
3: guy. So I'm gonna have to go with Kyle on this one. Boom, baby! I like Goliath back, has I like back, fallen. I like Back to the
2: Future. I love classic movies. Like oh that. yes. You just
0: can't go wrong with it. I never thought that was gonna happen but I am happy. I knew my decision We just made just... so many people mad, Dustin. I'm giving <laughs> yeah. you a high five.
2: Yes. Everybody hates us now. We just knocked off
0: probably the one that should have been the number one seed. All right, but let's go. Okay. Jurassic Park franchise versus X-Men. There's a lot of great X-Men movies. Not Uh-oh. really. There, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Hot Rob, take, Rob. Rob just got it all together over here. Say again, someone who grew up with the comics. <laughs> there's a different mindset to me. The Marvel movies, they have done a great job with it. The X-Men franchise is still a little. Yeah, eh, it needs it needs some. But I'm not a big dinosaur fan either.
0: Well, yeah, that's I'm,
1: a <laughs> they're extinct for a reason
0: yeah <laughs> I'm like oh did I ever they tell you guys the it's
1: not, it's like, <laughs> ever
0: tell you guys the time that I invited a co-worker to go see an x-men movie with me in his response no because that it promotes evolution and I'm like x-men what you know it's fake right but
1: yeah that was his reasoning he wouldn't go see an x-men movie because it mean, promotes evolution so does Jurassic World, so does any Marvel movie, so does Star Wars. Oh, I know. So, I mean... Welcome to Hollywood.
2: Exactly. All right, Um, X-Men versus Jurassic Justin, you get to go first. I get to go first.
3: Yeah. I like... I mean, I like some of the X-Men franchise stuff.
0: Hmm. I'll go first. Go ahead. Jurassic Park. If we're talking classics, the first one is probably... Top ten movie of all time for me,
1: but are you just putting Jurassic Park in there? No, or are you, the whole are franchise, you including Jurassic World as well. Yeah,
0: Jurassic World, that whole franchise, which I like. Jurassic World, I think it's awesome. Plus, if we're talking about I've seen the clips. franchise, <laughs> all right, you go to Universal Studios that oh, yeah. park, Jurassic Park park is awesome. And they just built a new roller coaster. Yep. Is it getting yep. Ready to open? Yep. Is, it, is it open yet? It's it's test running right test now. Test running, right
3: yeah.
1: Now. I like Jurassic World, but I like Jurassic Park.
0: Okay. So which one are you picking? I know which one your wife would pick. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, easily.
1: She she is a Jurassic Park junkie.
0: All right, Dustin. What was your two choice choices? I haven't, he
1: haven't hasn't said oh, he yet. yet. Okay. Yeah. What was yours
3: again? Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. I'm there with you. Classics. Jurassic Park. Yeah. I don't know. Brock doesn't co- like dinosaurs. Though. I mean, I'm
1: really trying to think.
0: You liked Logan. We went to go see that movie together. Didn't you like Logan? No.
1: Remember me and you like...
0: Yeah, it was was kind of... It was was horrible. Dark, yeah.
1: Man, we felt like dirty because of all the language in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Definitely don't recommend, as a pastor, that movie. Uh,
1: The fact that I cannot think of one X-Men movie that just really stands out to me. I like Age of Apocalypse. That's my favorite. I love Wolverine, but I don't necessarily consider that the X Men franchise. Well, it
0: counts. We're counting it for here.
1: I mean, if you did that, that changes things. Yeah, we're counting
0: it. But the vote's already been decided, Jurassic Park. But would you have said X Men?
1: I don't know. I can't decide. you got to decide. I, I, five, four, three, decide. Two,
0: I can't choose. I can't. I don't
3: know. I can see you as Magneto. I can. Too. Twisted what? metal. Twisted metal? Yeah. Yep. I, I, know. Know. I guess if I had to choose.
1: I don't like the older ones, but I like Jurassic World. I'd I go Jurassic World.
0: Okay, so it's it's unanimous. This next one hurts, mm. and I hate that they're paired up. Sorry
2: again. Okay,
0: <laughs> Harry Potter versus Star Wars. Oh gosh,
1: that's not even a competition.
2: So here's the. Okay, so here's the problem.
3: Okay, I haven't seen I haven't seen either one of these. None of them. None of them.
1: Oh my
0: goodness. Uh, no, I just like
2: all of America bad.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: And people in Canada, sorry. Actually, I can make. But a you've lot been more to both movies.
0: worlds when yes, we yes, correct. When we when we count amusement parks, yes. So I'll let you decide on that.
1: That's, that's not even a. That's that's not even a. How's that even a debate?
0: Well, my number one franchise is Harry Potter. Like favorite, I I just love everything about Harry Potter.
3: The dragon was pretty cool in Universal. But. Yeah,
0: and I know we're probably getting a lot of people that are like, "You love Harry Potter, you love Satan," and that's not. It's all <laughs> fake. It's all. I'm fiction. just saying. It's.
1: I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in that category. <laughs> so you know where my vote's going. He's up here
1: I'm, using his little magic wand <laughs> as we speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, going Harry. I, as much as I love Star Wars, like I love Star Wars, but it's just. Whenever I get in a mood to watch something, it's going to be Harry Potter. It's just, there's just something about Harry Potter movies that just takes me back. That's just like, that's what I want to watch when I'm bored.
3: Yeah. I will say though, when we went to Universal and I couldn't ride the train, that was pretty upsetting.
0: We did ride the no, train. did It was closed. Oh. So I'm still a little
3: bitter about that. So that might, that might sway my boat. I swear
0: we rode the train. Now The only time I've ever ridden it is with you guys.
3: Nope. I didn't get to ride it. I was really excited about it because we were going to ride it to the other, other side of the park,
2: but it was We did. We, we did. did. I promise you, we did not ride Dustin, that train. Dustin, that's the you. only time I've ever been on okay, it. unless you drug me out there and knocked me out. I didn't know it, but we did not ride that train. I, I remember riding it. I did you had to run it together. It left me alone to live. <laughs> 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 they were probably like, he's We he did, did go the, go the first realistic. year
0: without him, so maybe. I think that was
3: it because we did hey, not but, get to ride the train. I okay. was very upset about that. Uh, so if you don't not, know what anyway. we're talking
0: about, we're talking about Universal Studios. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I should
3: classify that. Yeah. And that might sway my vote here.
0: So. Well, it's tied right now, so you got to choose. Rob hasn't chosen yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. What,
3: where okay. am I okay. I'm missing Okay, okay. Maybe said, I, maybe I didn't
1: flat out say it. I thought I was insinuating I it, but right. yes, Star Wars hands down over Harry Potter any day of the week.
3: I will say that ride at Hollywood Studios, even though Rob didn't ride it. It was pretty, pretty jamming.
1: What the
0: Millennium Falcon yeah. ride? Even yeah. though
2: I had a three-year-old who was dr- <laughs> so, <over>. so Dustin, <laughs> who's
0: never seen any of the movies, is solely basing things off of <laughs> yep. Disney and That's Universal. That's
1: all I got. That's all I got. Which here's here's the interesting thing: mm-hmm. Harry Potter and Star Wars. The main villain both starts V's. Coincidence?
3: Yeah, I don't think so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, choose. Come on. I'm going to go with Rob on this one, Star, Star Wars. Wars. I'm I still respect it. i mad about the train.
0: I respect it. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> probably would have been like if we were putting these in order, probably should have been number two. So, yeah, I agree. But I still love Harry Potter, so I had to speak my mind. Last one. Lord of the Rings versus Hunger
2: Games.
1: Oh, gosh. That's not even, that's not even a vote.
0: It that's is for this. Job. It is for this.
1: Lord of the Rings all the way. What are you saying? Mm, yeah. Token all the way.
3: I, I like watched like 10 minutes of the, the Hunger Games, and I'm just like, eh. Even though sometimes when I go into the grocery stores and you hear over the intercom, please stay six feet, wash your hands, and wear a mask. I think I'm been the Hunger Games. <laughs> I literally, like, we went somewhere the other day, me and Stephanie, and literally we both sat down, and the intercom came out. It was at Cracker Barrel, by the way. And it was like... Please maintain your distance. Wash your hands. Yeah, now, wear a mask. And I'm like, miss I've never thought other. about that. Yeah, we're it is. like, Hunger
2: Games, because <laughs> it literally felt like that. So,
0: yeah, I, I'm Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah. I agree. Even though we should give a nod to Hunger Games, because District 12 is literally in our backyard. That is true. So that is true. They filmed where District 12 was in the first movie here. But I agree, Lord of the Rings is awesome. I love them all. They're the longest movies, though. If there's one complaint about them, there's, those movies are just so long. My bachelor party, we went to go see one of the uh, – what's the – not the first three. What's the – the, the Hobbit. Hobbit, the second Hobbit, and I fell asleep because it was so long. My bachelor party.
2: <laughs> all right. You're just a party animal. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right,
0: next round. Marvel versus Jurassic Park. Limit. i thought marvel didn't win oh that's right i already Ooh. had it marked through
2: at least i not the... the only one that messes up a bracket that's right <laughs> i feel better
0: i just thought it was a given back to the future versus jurassic oh, park man. back to the future oh
2: yes it's gonna make it
0: it's gonna make it i'm so happy
2: <laughs> yeah I, yeah if there's a if you had to put the two together i'm back to the future all the way me too i'm just the classics kind of guy
0: yeah, but those are both.
3: Yeah, I
2: mean, but...
0: Those are both classics.
3: Dinosaurs versus a car.
0: Yeah. All right, Back to the Future moves on to the championship. Um, so you got Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. This one's a tough one. Lord of the Rings. Just just straight up? Really? I didn't think you would have said that.
3: I didn't either. Rob's like a big Star Wars fanatic. Huh.
1: Not as much as I'm Lord of the Rings. That is, that is my favorite all-time, like... I I love Tolkien. That That's... I love Hobbit, the Hobbit. I don't like the Hobbit movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. You ever but, read The Cimmerillion? It's yes, like the Bible. Part, well, parts of it. I've never yeah. actually... The Bible for Lord of the Rings. So, yep, Lord of the Rings.
3: Yeah, I'm there. Lord of the Rings.
2: What? Yeah. Seriously?
0: Yeah. Man, okay, that is weird. I'm, I was going to say Star Wars, but... Well, because Lord... that's the... Only...
2: That's the only one I've actually watched the most of the Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. It's hard to make a decision when you haven't seen hardly any of the Star Wars.
0: That's your homework before the okay. next episode. That's a lot of homework. <laughs> That's yeah. a
3: lot of- <laughs> That's like butts. Star
0: Wars year. and Harry Potter. All right, so back to the f- – this is wild. <laughs> this is wild. Back to the Future versus Lord of the Rings for the championship. Lord of the Rings.
1: <laughs> like th- th- that's a no brainer for me but I'm probably going to lose it because th- that's Listen, a struggle for Dustin that's on this a struggle one. because. so again- may- maybe you should answer yours Kyle and we're, we're going to put the pressure on Dustin okay. all time favorite
0: it. movie I'm going with it Back to the Future I love it
2: yes Back to the Future that's what I like yeah I'm there really Back to the Future oh yeah. my goodness I love Back to we're the Future
0: we're going true Cinderella right here <laughs> Marty we're going back <laughs> that's awesome
2: you just can't go wrong
0: you really can't, man. Those are, yeah. Anytime it's on TV, I'm watching it. Back to the Future is our
2: champion.
3: If I was a betting man, I'd say we just probably lost half our followers.
2: <laughs> <phone was> okay.
1: <laughs> Maybe not lost them, but they're still sitting there screaming at us on, on their car ride yeah. or <laughs> sitting in their homes. Like, we offended a lot of them. How's that? Yeah, we didn't lose yeah. them. We offended them. We're but, very intolerant. But, again, the official
0: sci-fi slash fantasy movie of caffeinated living back to the future franchise it's a disgrace it's a disgrace close us out rob i don't even know what to say after that close us out Dustin. i don't have anything either. i feel like i need to go repent oh.
2: man jesus. i'm happy we still we still love you rob it's okay jesus
1: take the wheel <laughs> Take it from his hands.
0: <laughs> That's how we should end this episode with the instrumental of Jesus. Take the wheel. Oh, okay. Stop right there.
1: That's too far. So, all right. Good episode. Horrible bracket, but good episode. So it's back to the future. Let us know what you think. Did, did we mess up? Should have been Marvel. Should have been Harry Potter. Should have been Hunger Games.
0: No, it shouldn't have been Hunger Games <laughs> no it shouldn't have been
1: Hunger but there, there's a lot of people that probably like Hunger Games yes,
0: younger generation
1: which you know. so yeah let us know what you think leave us a comment Instagram Facebook so until next time as always keep it caffeinated friends